Yeah, but he goes hard. He goes hard when you leave. He's like, oh, fucking coach out of Hello and welcome to the Dysfunctional Ambush Podcast, guys. We're still not podcast experts, so again, bear with us as we bring you our third episode, which we're very excited to bring to you today. If you guys like what you're hearing, what we're putting down, um, if you have any suggestions, <laughs> put it down, Cody. Putting it down on the track, you know? Uh, God, I sounded really white there, didn't I? Well, you're white. <laughs> you are a white man. Put it down. If anybody hasn't seen a picture of Cody, he is white. It is nothing to be ashamed of, right? It's okay. Is it Kenny? Anyway, if you guys have any suggestions, uh, go to our Facebook page and you can email us there. You can also email us at dysfunctionalambush at gmail.com. Um, leave us a review, rate us on iTunes or whatever platform you're listening to us on today. Um, excited to bring you our first guest on the episode. Um, for all intents and purposes, because our content can get a little questionable and um, the topics can be sensitive sometimes, we're going to keep his identity a secret. Uh, so today we have with us Paul. Paul, welcome. Thank you. Nice um, shorts, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. American flag gotta, shorts. Gotta get some of those. <laughs> Ranger panties, I'll be posting them online. I'll sell them if you want to use <laughs> like gently. Yeah. So Paul's been a local police officer in the Valley for how, how long have you been a police officer? Uh, almost 20. Almost 20 years? Wow, 20 yeah. years. Yeah. Um, yeah. Awesome guy. He's a currently um, canine yeah, handler. Canine. So, um, yeah, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Thanks yeah, for welcome. having me. This is pretty cool. I've never done it before, so... This could be intriguing. Yeah, we've never done this before either. So. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all first. new. This is it's all first. The so question I had for you to start off is, uh, what was your favorite part of being an officer prior to your canine position? Man, favorite part. I know it sounds like cliche, uh-huh. but just going to work and being around the guys, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, camaraderie, like camaraderie yeah. man. Sure. I mean, like a locker room. Lock, like locker room anymore in, in jobs nowadays. There's. I think it's a generational thing. There's not much of that anymore. It's all it's all about me. You yeah. know, the, even some of our, our young cops are, are they feel entitled and really? we, we owe them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's like bullshit, man. You're part of a team, man. Yeah. You know, you've got my back. I got your back. And there's a lot of that, that's gone away a lot. Now, when, when you I say the younger cops, because as far as like it's, I I assume it's somewhat like the military, where. We didn't really recognize age too much. We knew the older guys, we knew the younger guys, right. but we were we really didn't recognize age. Is that just recognize like, ranks? When you say younger guys, like do you mean like newer into the academy or the out of the academy or the force? Yeah, or? yeah newer guys, but also age because age. you know we'll hire we'll hire guys that are from the military. Yeah. They've got some life experience, and so. they think they know. Yeah, not not so much they think they know it all, but they they've just got that life experience. Yeah. They're a little bit more disciplined. Where we got these kids that come oh, out from right, right. fresh out of college. They've lived with mom and dad their entire life or in the dorm, mm-hmm. and they come to us, and they have no life experience, and they have a hard time relating to some of the shit that goes on the road. Right. They can't. They go to a call, and maybe husband and wife are having getting a divorce, and they got kids involved and all that bullshit, and they can't relate, and they, they're just black and white. Oh, yeah. no, they can't the see the, Yeah, they can't see the gray, and it's like, man. No you feeling. Know, or no feeling. Right. You know, no compassion. You know, you're going to jail. Well, why does that dude got to go to jail? He doesn't have to go to jail, man. Yeah. Be compassionate. You know, not everybody, you know, and, that, and that's a misconception, I think, in society now is everybody we come in contact with, we don't take everybody to jail. I don't remember the last time I took a dude to jail. Oh, yeah. I, I'll, I'm ready to go right now. <laughs> Cuff me well, up. Well, I don't even have handcuffs. Right. Yeah. They're probably rusty. Right, I'm Fuck this. <laughs> handcuffs. So, yeah, you know, the younger guys, some of them have a hard time 
relating to what's really going on. So and it, it's that just basically like any job, though. Is it, it takes experience. Yeah, it just it, yeah. you know, and it takes time. Yeah. So you got to be patient with them, yep. essentially. Yeah. And you got to coddle them a little bit, teach right. them, and take yeah. them under their wing, and you know, and, and I'm older. I mean, I'm almost fifty, so you got to have thick skin. You're in the military, you know. Yeah. We're we're brutal in my Fuck unit. Man. In my in my unit, we are fucking brutal. If yeah. you fuck up, you, you, know you, get, you we tell you, yeah. we correct it, and we move on. Well, it's and, how it should be in your profession. Yeah, and if you don't like it, then you're in the you're in the wrong position. <laughs> you know, when, I've been in the unit the longest, um, oh, and uh, when we pick somebody, they have to they have to gel with us. If they if if they don't gel as a cop, oh, yeah. they're not coming to our unit because they're ain't, they're not going to gel because right. we are absolutely brutal with each other. Very you know, tight knit. Very tight knit. We take care of each other. Um, you know, when you come to our unit, you're family. Yeah. You know, of your, your whole family is family now. Yeah. So your wife, your kids, if you have them, they're part of the family. You know, we take care of each other. You know, you go out of town, I'll watch your house. I'll go feed your dogs, etc. So it, it's very tight knit. It'll be better than a cop watching your house when you're out of town. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be It could be bad because yeah. I've, you know, we... we Found some I, shit. I may have taken some naked pictures on my bed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and made Christmas oh, cards out. <laughs> That's and weird. And presented them at the canine Christmas card. <laughs> I, I did get yeah. some pictures. That's random. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, you know, it, it, is, it is tough. And some of these kids that... And I call them kids, you know, the younger cops that come in, they, and I think it's this, you know, we were talking about it earlier, we, you know, parents treat their kids with kick gloves and all, everybody gets a fucking trophy. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. That's not life, man. No. Not everybody deserves a trophy. Um, and they're not thick-skinned, so when you get on them, they get pissed. They whine and they cry. Whine and, cry and, and I don't like that guy because he told me to, you know. Yeah. You know, I, you know when we're searching for dudes, you know. You're my backup. If you ain't fucking mm-hmm. doing it right, I don't want you with me. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm expecting you to cover my back. And if you're not doing it and I don't trust you, sorry, bud. You're not coming. Right. Yeah. You know, go to the back of the stack. That's get, understandable. You know, get out. And they get butt, some of them get butt hurt. And I'm they don't not, like it. I'm not it. good enough. I'm not good enough. He, he, he told me to fuck off. You know, you're not doing it right. You know, <laughs> I know all about that too um, well. You know, he was mean to me, yelled at me. <laughs> you know, and, I'm, and I've, you can ask my guys that I work with. They're like, dude, you fucking, you need to chill out sometimes, you know? And I'm like, it just pisses me off yeah. when these guys... Fuck you, too! I feel yeah, like we could be best friends right now. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like, this is the yeah. shit. Dude, we like, just become best yeah, friends. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. Let's go do karate in the garage. Right. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I definitely made somebody cry two weeks into my unit because I asked him to mop. It was two weeks in a row. Yeah, they were see, upset. That's bullshit, man. Like I asked you to fucking mop. You, you fucking mop. Yeah. You're young. That's, that's what you do. Yeah. You get the shit details. Exactly. Okay. You know, and, and that's a, that's in my unit. You're the youngest guy. Guess what? You're the dude in the bite suit. You're gonna the get time. the shit. Yeah, you're, you're gonna, gonna be doing the same. You're the guy's gonna sweat your balls off right. and take the brunt of it. Yeah, right. this is how it is. We all you yeah, know, have to pay uh, your dues. Pay your dues, man. It's and yeah. a lot of people think they automatically they're t-shirt wears. We call them t-shirt wears. <laughs> they, I'm part of. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a cop and I'm. I've been here a day. Yeah, yeah I'm, I've been here a day. They put American flag with the blue yeah. light in their truck. Yeah, as soon as yeah. They can, yeah. yeah. First day, yeah. So I'm the shit. You can't talk to me. It's like, come on, man. You gotta, you gotta earn your keep. Those are the single guys, aren't they? Some of them are. Some, you, know, <laughs> you know, it's what cracks me up is the, my wife's not part of it. Think, and she's like, these ladies are fucking crazy. But um, some of these wives have have made like, you know, law enforcement, you know, support group for. Yeah. And these ladies, I remember this one lady. She was on there. My husband's, he's been a cop for two years, and he can't get weekends off. I'm like, really? Two years? <laughs> can't get weekends off? Come on, mm-hmm. really? Two years? You ain't getting weekends off for a while. A whole you know, two. You graduate college in two years. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. It's, it's, so 
it, it's stuff like that that drives me crazy. You know, sometimes they just have that sense of entitlement. Yeah. Because I'm a cop. Yeah, you're my peer, but dude, you got to earn your you got to earn your stripes. Yeah, yeah you gotta, most definitely. I can kind of relate to that because when I was at that surf, surf and rescue um, unit or search and rescue, we did surf operations at that unit. It's a pretty high speed unit in the Coast Guard and. I had a couple supervisors because that was very tight knit group too. The surfmen are very, very like um, take some years to get there, and uh, I don't. I've never really been handled like they handled me because they would definitely come down on you hard. And I never wasn't used to people talking to me like that because my whole life I was the one who was a little bit more had a little bit more grit than most people. And then I finally met my match at this unit, man, and. There was a, definitely a bosun mate that made me cry <laughs> just because he was being such a dick to me. <laughs> Good to and, know. Uh, Good to know. Right. Right. Yeah, right. yeah, but yeah. it was. Yeah, yelled at me, but I, I wasn't used to that. And this guy was. I mean, his tactics were a little questionable. Mm-hmm. I think on top of it, but you know, it's funny because. But I learned from that experience, and I grew so much because mm-hmm. now that I'm out of the military and I'm not treated like that at all. Like there's so many times at my job now where the reason I got to where I'm at is because of those experiences. Yeah. Like there's nothing that my managers at work have told me that where like I was upset or walked away crying. Every yeah. time I get, I learned through those experiences how to take criticism. Yeah. And now I take it in stride and I appreciate, I actually thank the person after they get done like criticizing me and chewing my ass. I'll thank you very much for the information. I'll, yeah. I'm going to do better yeah. next time. And you know, it's just a lot of that is a life experience. Absolutely, and, I, and I've had to learn myself. You know, I'm older generation that is more like to the point, direct. Uh-huh. Now I've kind of learned like, hey man, kind of take you, and this is why we do this. this well, is yeah, why I do that. But you know, that's my kind point. Of getting soft, getting soft. But that's my point is that I think it's good to be treated like that, though. Yeah. Because you do learn and grow from it. I mean, I, I know there is a borderline, you know, but coddling all the time. Oh yeah. That's not. It's not, not going to get you killed if you get coddled. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what made you want to be a police officer? You know, I, I actually uh, I, I became a cop late in life. I became a cop at 31. Oh, wow. So I, I worked in corporate America. Okay. I worked, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you got Ping Golf? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I worked at Ping Golf for 13 years. Really? Oh, that's yeah, cool. 13 years and you just. Supervisor manager, yeah. And you just. Decided... Or, or a quality control manager. Okay. And just checking balls? No, <laughs> I actually had yeah, checking balls. Yeah, checking balls. <laughs> you know, this one blue balls. This motherfucker, yeah. But uh, yeah, dude, I would travel. Okay. I go, I went to Hong Kong and travel all the United States, just doing stuff. And uh, I just got bored with it. Okay. And so what had happened was a, a good friend of of ours, my wife's, you know, um, her husband was a lieutenant at the department I worked for, and he was over all the hiring. And we actually went to dinner with him one night. He's like, dude, we're we're hiring like crazy right now. Why don't you just test? And I'm like, I don't know. So for like four months, he just, why don't you do it? Why don't you do it? And I, I was like, all right, I'll just give it a try and see yeah, what happens. Yeah, a little you know? monkey on your back. Yeah, I'm like, all right. So luckily I took you know took the test, got hired, and here I am. That's and awesome. I love it. I mean, there's probably, in the time I've been a cop, I don't think I've ever woken up and been like, damn, I gotta go to work. I don't wanna fucking go to work today. And, and, and more so being a dog handler now, just yeah. because yeah, it's buddy a, with you. Got my, my, you know, got my dog with me. We don't go to regular calls for service. We're kind of we're a specialized unit. So yeah. I come to work. If I want to train all night long with a dog, I train, and then I go to calls when they need a dog. So we're, we're spoiled. Yeah, you know, we get to go do a lot of fun shit. The hot calls, you know, where the regular officer might not get to go do that. They might come with us as yeah. backup, 
But you if it's the fun shit, yeah, you know, if it's bad stuff, SWAT comes with us, and we work with SWAT all the time, and you That's know, awesome. so yeah, so is that probably is that your favorite part of being a canine officer now? Just the working with SWAT? No, not SWAT, but <laughs> no. Just no, I'm the, just kidding. Those guys are good dudes, man. They, yeah, they they know their shit. Just the ability to kind of be Come, wherever yeah, you want, yeah, wherever you uh, want, citywide. I'm not bound by some geographical location within the city I work for. You right. know, I go anywhere I want. I go outside, you know, another agency asks for a dog, they need help. We'll go help them out, right. you know. Um, so yeah, it, a lot of freedom, man, a lot yeah. of freedom. Uh, I, I, gotta, I have a great supervisor, great sergeant. You know, if I need to come in late, I come in late. I need, you know, hey man, I got something going like tomorrow. I'm gonna come to work early and leave early. All right, man, okay. How do you get your 40 in? How do you get like into being a dog trainer? Like, do you have to have any criteria before that, or is there any special criteria to be dog handler, or dog or dog handler? Dog handler. Basically, for me, I got lucky. I was patrol. Everybody starts off patrol. Um, I knew I had an interest in it, and I got hooked up with some guys from other agencies, some other handlers, and I just started on my own time to start going to their trainings. I was the decoy guy in the bite suit hiding somewhere. Um, I did that for several years, and then. They had, a, they had openings, I tested and got hired oh, wow. for that position. So I got very... Uh, so it was a lot of your own dedication. Yeah, your own time. I put a lot of my own time, a lot of money, my, my own money, yeah. you know, going to seminars and, you know, out-of-state trainings on my own dime just to, to, to market myself even better. Yeah. You know, to maybe put myself above that next guy that I'm um, competing against. That's so so cool. essentially, yeah. like, you, there's a job opening, so you, you apply, yeah. and... Test for it. The test, there's obviously a... You could study for it, or is yep. it like a... Yeah, so for my agency, we do, you got to know policy. Right. You got to know case law, because everything's about case law in, in our world. Um, at that time, we had to take the SWAT. I was already part of SWAT, so I didn't have to take it, but you, we made the guys take the SWAT test. Okay. Um, you had to shoot so well, you know, all the physical stuff. Right. And then uh, we made them write a use of force report, because all of our stuff, you know, when we use our dog to find somebody and that they ultimately engage somebody we have to write a use of force report justifying it yeah uh, so we wanted to see how these folks write their paper if they're they're shitty you know report writers yeah you know yeah. Gets, you know huh that you're not putting in enough detail and things like oh yeah dude it, no shit. dude it's cya man because when you go to court like right. yeah. it's documented yeah. you can't prove it or yeah you, you don't remember just hundred things yeah. that happen between them. there's so much there's so much case law out there like we go off of it's grand versus connor case law Okay. is what we go off we have there's three prongs to it severity of the crime is a person posing a threat to us or you know civilians and are they fleeing or attempting to resist and we basically in a nutshell when we write a report we answer all those questions and, and justify why we use the dog to bite somebody okay you know, um, it's not like there's checks and balance yeah it's yeah. the same thing when you use your firearm as the like when you use your dog yeah i mean Graham versus connor covers all use of force not okay. just canine stuff it's okay. it's the granddaddy of all use of force okay you got to be you know you got to be able to justify why you used it um is that classify like canine taser everything everything yeah, yeah. They look at, yeah every type you got to be able to justify and that's okay. you know and we actually at my agency my unit i shouldn't say my unit the unit i'm with um the canine unit we actually go and teach report writing to the officers okay. because oh, wow. Because we, we it's write so important. them, so, it's no, so it's important, important. And, and not to brag, but we write pretty damn good reports justifying what our uses, why? you know. Um, I mean, my, 
if I go by the dude, my report's probably ten pages long. Yeah, you know, lot. just justifying everything up to right. and the, the bite is that you know thirty seconds of the whole thing, but <laughs> I just spent three hours writing this report. Because you gotta paint the picture. Paint of the picture. Now, you know. my question for you is like, I'm assume your dog. You know, you, mm-hmm. you get him to bite people quite yeah. often. Like that's the reason to have the dog, right? So when you rewrite the, when you write these reports, do you have like saved? Prior reports, oh, copy yeah. and paste. Yeah. Like, let yeah. me help temp- myself out. I have a template. Template, there yeah. You and you know, I just change date and time. And because I mean, I can imagine if you had to write a report for every single time, uh, you would never even be on the roads. Yeah. You, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, That's the question I yeah. always wondered. Yeah. I, I have a template, and I just basically, you Film know, my narrative is different, obviously, yeah. because every call is different. But for the most part, it's all the it's. I don't want to say it's all the same, but pretty dang close. Yeah. You know? Which is understandable. Yeah. That's a yeah. fucking yeah. hell of a report. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's worth it. You know, a lot of guys, they don't realize, even me, when I first became canine, I didn't realize how much goes into it. It's 24-7. So oh, yeah. Dog goes home with me. Yeah. So I got to feed him, pick so up So where's your dog him. at now? He's at home. At home, yeah. chilling? Chilling. Right. Yeah. Um, best treatment. What's that? Kennel? No, yeah, no. he's in a big, he's in a big, big chilling. <laughs> chilling, yeah. chilling. Yeah. He's running around the neighborhood. Right. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Down. He's on overtime right now. He, he, he's walking the perimeter. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it, it never ends, man. I mean, we go on vac- like I'm going on vacation. I got to get one of the guys from the unit to go. Beat him and yeah. clean up after him and stuff. And right. So yeah, it's. Does he ever roam the house or is he always kenneled? He's by a, the by policy. He has to be kenneled. Safety, okay. safety reasons for safety your family reasons. And guests. But the dog, the dog I'm working now, dude, he's so social. Yeah. I mean, I could bring him in here and he would. Everybody would. Would he start humping things? No. no, 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 no you're no, embarrassing no, your dog. No, starts humping. No, you're like, God, my no, fucking dog man. won't stop humping. I know. Come on, you're embarrassing me. No, <laughs> Come not on. so much anymore. But I ain't got no thumbs. I broke, yeah, I broke it. I broke him up that. But yeah, he's, well, because you've got to be the humpy. Yeah, you know, yeah, you don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're the humper, you don't want to be the humpy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. you lose out if you're the humpy. Put that red rock. Yeah, that comes out a lot. You teach my dog to stop humping because I can't do it. You know, it's yeah. You're just humping a little dog and just someone. fucking peanut butter, dude. You peanut butter too much. Peanut butter. I've been out for three weeks now. Peanut that motherfucker butter. goes through it. <laughs> Sorry, anyways. Crunchy peanut butter, right, buddy? It's the best. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, dude, it's you know, I'm blessed with the dog I'm working now because he's, he's he's one of those dogs that uh, it's like a light switch, man. Yeah, um, that's good. Nose between work and yeah. Right, yeah when I'm working with the guys on the road. Everybody can pet him. We go do our business, come back, and he's like, hey, buddy, everybody gave me a high five. Look what I just did. <laughs> Dude. Right on, man. I, I, can, I can attest to that because when I was deployed, we had, we had SF dogs. Like, yeah. those motherfuckers are bad. Yeah. And a few of them were cool as shit. Yeah. And some of them you didn't fuck with. You like, you just yeah. didn't fuck with that damn yeah. thing. And I mean, it was just incredible to see yeah, them. We were shepherds. But you don't, yeah. ever, uh, don't we, ever run from them either. No. Because my neighbor had one. Mm-hmm. He was a Leo. And. He's like, don't run. He he got outside. He'd always bark at you. He'd always right. crazy stuff. Stand still. Yeah. He's all, don't run. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Dog started chasing me. I'm hopping the fence. This is when. This is when he didn't he was younger and skinnier. Yeah. Well, I didn't yeah. say it. I didn't yeah. say it. Yeah. I, I wasn't feel you, man. I'm like, what can you stand on right. to get over? Hey, man. Give me a boost. Yeah. So yeah, don't ever run. Yeah, from don't run from them, man. They're crazy. Yeah, it, it it is my. My retired dog, the dog I have retired at home. Uh, still home? He's at home. Still home. He's cool. an asshole. No shit. He's a retired he's, asshole, huh? Yeah. No one, he, I don't blame no him. one can. Grant I'm the know. only one that can be around him. Really? Oh, shit. Yeah. That's Kids so can't difficult. be around him. Wife can't be around him. Yeah, he's an asshole. <laughs> He'll try to sucker you in. He'll be like, give you those big puppy dog eyes. And I'll tell the dudes when they come over to, you know, I go out of town and they're feeding him for me. I'm like, don't fucking. He's gonna sucker you in. He's gonna give you a big puppy dog eyes. <laughs> you can get out of there. And I said, don't open his kennel. 
why? And I go, just go ahead and do it, man. <laughs> yeah. He is suckering you in. Walking in with a suit and yeah, shit. Like, the minute you open that, that door, he's on you. I'm <laughs> telling you, he is sucking you in. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yeah, so he's a, he's a ridiculous yeah. dog. How old is he? He is 11. Did we already ask you, you what your uh, breed of your dog is now? No, he's, he's a Malinois. Belgian Malinois. Malinois. So, so it's not Malamute. No, it's not Malamute. Those Malinois. are like the husky dogs, Malinois. Okay, okay. Yeah. So imagine uh, a shepherd, all one color. Smaller and more agile. Smaller and more agile. This guy knows dogs. He's a dog whisperer. Dog whisperer, yeah. Yeah, They are. You're exactly right, man. Super smart dogs. Yeah, you know. They have a very specific... (laughs) Smarts. Smarts, exactly. It's funny the way we kind of... Now, are there certain breeds that you can only use, or I mean, no, I mean, just training. We, we use the the Malinois. No That's what we we prefer. But there's great shepherds out there. What about Rottweilers? Uh, Rottweilers are kind of down yeah, Germany. Hard to train. Yeah, yeah. Right. I've never worked with them, so yeah. I, I couldn't tell you. Um, but I know, like overseas, they kind of do it. Some yeah. of the sporting, like the Schutzen, uh, French Ring type sporting stuff. Some people will use uh, Rottweilers for the okay. sport. But nobody, I know nobody in the valley in the state of Arizona runs. Uh, the the Rottweilers are either running shepherds, Malinois, or Dutch shepherds, or okay. Czech shepherds. So no Chihuahuas then? No Chihuahuas. But I tell you what, man. <laughs> That's just south of the border. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, like, I try to convince my department, let me get like a little, uh, little rat terrier dog. Yeah. And train them up on dope. You need to get a winger dog. Oh, nice. You know, yeah. Get in yeah. little small good, spots. Yeah. And yeah. Maybe, I mean, all you need is a dog that wants to chase the toy. That's all you need. Yeah. 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 You know, and you get them chase the toy you can train the dog well that's how winter dogs are they're yeah. freaking vicious yeah. bastards hunters in. Yeah. do your dogs are like do all dogs do drugs heaven. and everything else or are they trained for like one thing or multiple drugs like how does that work well we run dual purpose dogs so patrol narcotic oh, okay some guys run patrol eod and then some guys run the single purpose they, they might be a single purpose patrol dog mm-hmm. or a single purpose detection dog but we run dual purpose okay right. um, yeah dual all narc dogs are there a limitation of what they can pick up or can they pick up every spectrum of everything so narc dogs we just train them for four odors okay meth heroin uh marijuana cocaine and you hear that guys yeah only four that? odors <laughs> so uh, pick and choose wisely yeah <laughs> you know there are dogs that do the pills i'm about to say the oh, opiates okay. yeah. I didn't think no well the opiates yeah. is, is like the, the heroin kept on the heroin yeah okay. um but like Ecstasy, there's dogs yep. that I pick up on, and all it is is just training the dog to recognize an odor. Yeah, yeah, that's Ketamine, all it is. All that. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, um, there's dogs that cell phone, like the prisons are using cell phone dogs. Yeah, they're training the dogs to detect. They're cell phone everything. Wow. Wow. <laughs> all it is is it's the same concept training. They're they're just taking the components of the dog, or I'm sorry, taking the dog apart. Let me show you but, something. Yeah, they'll just take the component of the phone. Yeah, um, and teach the dogs to. To smell no it, battery and then they just get a they just get a reward. You know, bed bug dogs. I got a buddy that's a retired cop that he trains bed bug dogs. Yeah, he probably yeah. goes to the hospital. Yeah. My wife works at. He, he may. Yeah. Yeah. They go to the hospital all the time. And they just smell bed bugs. Yeah, they just. And I was talking to him like, oh, dude, what do you what do you guys use to train them? Yeah, how do you find you know? bed bugs? Like, and they, he says they use a handful shit. of bed bugs. They they're shit. Mm, yeah. yeah, they use that oh, as their. And it's the same. You know, we use. A lot of people, I get questions all the time. So you get your dogs addicted to drugs to find them. Yeah. Oh, like, oh, come on. This ain't training, yeah, this ain't training day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We use real drugs. Yeah. And they're just detecting the odor. That's yeah. all it is. And in their little little minds, they detect the odor, they get a reward. Yeah. yeah. I don't think people all understand like how strong like a dog's nose is. Yeah. Like, you don't have to... 
have like a pile of coke yeah. that the dog has to sniff. Like, you can sniff and do the back. It's harder for dogs, you know, if you have that large amount, you got that, you know, that 25 pound bale of weed. It's easy to smell that. It's it's, it's hard for them to, they'll smell it, yeah. but it's hard for them to pinpoint because the odor is so it's radiating. It's yeah. just everywhere. Some dang. Where the little stuff, <laughs> sticky sticky. Yeah, they can yeah. just go, oh, okay, it's right there. Mm-hmm. You know? That reminds me of the one time I was on a ride along and the dog was in the right place, but it must have took him like 30 minutes around this truck. Yeah. And it was right in the glove box or yeah. something. And but he, it was just so he was just much. going to work and then yeah. you found it. You're like, oh, yeah. how the fuck like does that. Cody get to do everything? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking cool. touring podcasts, ride alongs. Like, I'm down for that. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Room. <laughs> I just email everybody, see if they get yeah. back to me. What's the worst they're going to tell me? No, right? I think something that's that a lot of people think is that. And you might be able to debunk this, but a lot of people think if you say a certain word or make a certain sound, that dog will be triggered and just be like, "Oh yeah, this is where it's at." This is the dog pointed out. Like you, yeah, you can, guys. You can you can easily talk your dog into oh, to alerting. Okay. Really? Um, yeah, and that's a lot of our training is not doing that. Yeah. You give them their their sniff command. Yeah. And what we train, we give it to them once, right. and they work. Because then. You know, you go to court and say, yeah, I give him the command. Now we wear body-worn cameras on camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I give it to him once. I don't talk him into it. You can easily talk your dog into it. You know, and you'll okay. see it. And it now, but why would you do that? When, if if there's drugs in the car, there's not. You know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah. like, you don't oh. have a dog hitting. If there's no drugs in the car, find then you're it, like, oh, your dog is effective. Yeah, so. You're yeah. pointing at everything. Find it. Find yeah. it. Yeah. Find it. Find it. Find it. Is yeah. it here? Is it here? And, yeah. I, and I, dude, it drives me crazy when we get the new handler. And I, I dude, we fucking hit him upside the head. Stop talking your dog into it. We yeah. give them their command, let them work. Yes, because I've let seen that. Work. I see, I see like the cops yeah, all the time. They're yeah. like, oh, right here, right yeah, here. And yeah, then they were really drives, digging, really digging, because they were just so sure yeah, that there was drugs crazy. in that car. Yeah. Uh, you know, so we teach our guys, and it's it's we've done it because we've made the mistake. We've learned, we've gotten smarter and said, hey, fuck, man, I screwed things up. Let's not do that. So one command, you don't talk your dog into it. You know, and you'll. We had, we had guys be like, show me, where's it at? Where's he at? Where's he hiding? Where's it? And the dog gets excited. The dog will go, row, 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 start barking. He's got to be right here, Dad. And you're like, no, he's not there. Yeah. It's because you talked him into it. Yeah. Stop talking to your dog. Let him work. Give him his one command. Let him work. Is that like a golden rule? That's my golden rule. That's a golden rule. And, yeah. and, but again, it's. Um, and that's an honest. Good. That's an honest yeah. rule. Yeah. And so, like, you train them, like, so before you get them to inspect, do, they, do you give them something to smell? Mm-mm. Or they just so know. They, they just, just know. We they give just, them a command. They is there know. training so much a month? We like, train every Wednesday. Okay. Every Wednesday. Every Wednesday for so my you unit. you keep it potent. You keep yeah. them no, remember it's, the smell. It's a mandatory training night. So we come to work. The entire unit comes to work. Mm-hmm. And for our entire shift, we just train. Cool. That's cool uh, shit. And then we have the ability. Every handler has the ability to train every night when they come to work. Cool. They can do whatever they want. That's good to know. So it's, That's it's, good to know. So and it's, you have yeah. to because if you don't, they... they you lose it, right? You yeah, and it's like a waste shooting. Of time you know, money, if right. you don't stay, you know, proficient with shooting, you lose it. Right. So, mm-hmm. so one thing I was going to ask you, um, this could be a little controversial, but what was your initial response <laughs> to the uh, video released by the Mesa Police Department recently? As uh, with all your years of experience, when you saw it, your yeah, first you reaction, up, man. Um, you know, a bunch of us were watching it at work, and a lot of us were like, "Whoa, man." Um, but like in our line of work, and just no one wants to be judged until right. the facts come out. Exactly. Of course, so <laughs> right. innocent yeah. until yeah. proven guilty. Yeah. yeah, and and 
that's how society is. You know, everybody that goes to jail, they're innocent until proven guilty. Okay. You know, and we don't know all the facts okay. of it. It looks horrible, but you don't know. I know what, you know, what transpired. I know why they did it. Um, it hasn't been released yet. All right, but, okay. That's right. I have a um, buddy that works for Mesa Police. And you probably, no. yeah, you probably heard it then. Yeah. So, um, I mean, the first initial video put out was the surveillance. Yeah, it looked fucking. It, it looked, looked terrible. Yeah. If anybody hasn't listened to it uh, or seen it yet, we'll post it uh, shortly after this podcast is released, so just so everybody can see it. But a quick rundown is: this guy's standing by an elevator, talking around his cell phone. Looks like he's minding his own fucking business, right? You guys agree? Uh, you guys think? I mean, I mean it, doesn't, it doesn't look like he's minding his own business. No, I mean, they're there for a reason. What the cops they showed yeah. up, so I mean, like, so they're, they're by the time the video starts, he's already like outside. Yeah. Cops are already there, so I mean. Right. It's not like he was. It's not like this, like thirty minute video of like him standing there for like thirty minutes, yeah. and then no, like in the no. last minute, cops show so up. You know, so yeah. it's hard to like judge and like kind of gauge. You know, so they were there for a reason. That was the first reason. video released was the the, the surveillance footage. Surveillance. It looks like they just grabbed him and beat the, the shit show. out of him. It didn't really look like he was fighting anything, but it kind of looked like they. I'm sure he wasn't fighting. There was like six cops there, but right, I mean, right. Like, <laughs> whether he was fighting or not, you know, it's kind of like irrelevant. You know. And then but, a week later, they released the body cam footage. Yeah. And you kind of get a better perspective. They were telling him, get off your phone. They were telling him, listen to us. He was piping off, saying shit back. Now, does that okay for them to punch the fuck out of him? Again, I don't think the the camera didn't pick up everything. Yes. Um, And there were things said by that dude that instigated, instigated. kind of uh, escalated the situation. Now, do cops go off of, like, instigation words or should they go off actions is my thing. Well, yeah. gonna, so if you if I'm gonna if I come up to you and I'm saying I'm gonna kick your fucking ass mm-hmm. and I'm posturing up, are you gonna let me take a swing at you? Of course not, because that's that's a uh, hostile act, hostile intent. Yeah, and then, I guess that was the cops' report was that he was putting himself in a fighting position and he backed himself up against the wall. And, and, and so it so I don't know the whole story, but if something like that had transpired beforehand, he was talking shit to him, and then he did get back up against the wall. I mean. And you reap what you sow at that point. Yeah, right? when you're saying talking shit, it's not like you know, fuck you, cop, small piece dick. Of shit, right. it, it's it's. I'm gonna kill you and your family or something it, it, stupid. It, it escalates into something more, yeah. a little bit more serious. And, and yeah. just like you know, again, we as cops, we don't have to let people take the first swing at us to no. defend ourselves. No, of course you not. Know, I agree. And, and and there are people out there that think. Should take a we should take yeah, yeah, we should take a punch, was, and then yeah. we can defend ourselves. Yeah, yeah. which yeah. is heck no, man. And exactly, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and it's, yeah. it's funny because like, what are like, what are your rules of engagement? On, on Every situation, yeah. Is it okay? Yeah. So, for Every example, situation. like I was saying earlier, when I was deployed, it was hostile act, mm-hmm. hostile intent. Right. We cannot pull a trigger or do anything bad until we got the hostile act, hostile intent. Right. So essentially, this guy could be walking around with an RPG, right? But, but until he points it at you, right. you can't do anything. Right. And that time, it's too late. So basically, it's your your it's a ROE different, is based cops, off of your feelings. What, yeah, your, what you know, you know, at the time, mm-hmm. you know, to use force, you know, does the person have, does that person have the ability to, to harm you or, or a third party? Right. So and it's all with, about how you feel, how you, you feel, how you yeah. how you perceive it. Mm-hmm. You know what the person's actions are. Are they taking that fighting stance? Right. Are they not compliant with your commands? Are they shoving their hand down their you know in the waistline where? Well, that's weapons what he did. Are, he was know, told weapons, to sit down. He didn't yeah, sit down. Weapons are commonly, you know, stowed. Did you guys ever see that video? The, the it was like supposed to be a joke. The kid 
dressed up as like a terrorist walking around with the RPG up in like North, yes. northeast Phoenix. No, no, I did not. No, I looked that up. Walking around with a mock Shut RPG. Up. Yeah, it's on the internet. What the fuck? Pull that up, pull that <laughs> so ultimately, I mean, we saw that. And we're yeah. Like, fuck, man. That's what rough. do you do? Dude, you shoot him. Well, I mean, I mean, in my opinion, I'm shooting. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, you don't fucking do we, that. You know, well, here, I guess in America, we're not used to that, right? I mean, well, it's right, but you can walk around with a you can walk around with a assault rifle, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, obviously yep. a weapon like that. Yeah. But was he walking around pointing it? Yeah. If you See, pull it up, if you're walking around with he's, a rifle, just he's, he's sitting right there, like this dude is sitting on the corner of a, a busy intersection, walking oh, around with this R- RPG. What oh, the right. fuck is he wearing? He was doing with those YouTube. He's dressed up as as like, like, the right YouTube prankers or whatever. Yeah, they yeah. dropped the bag and took off running. Right. Yeah, doing the same Run. shit. So you know, and we were talking about there. Be like, dude, if I rolled up on that and I saw that, yeah, may I, you know. Dude, I might just run him over in my car. Exactly, because you know? that's like a that's one of those situations. You it's just like, don't know. Yeah, but then then you find out that he wasn't a fucking terrorist. Then, then it's gonna get yeah. Then it's gonna get turned on you as yeah. you were fucking Maybe against public. Muslims or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing too. So you know, especially like in this world now, you know, there's cameras everywhere, mm-hmm. phone cameras. You guys are wearing body cameras mm-hmm. now and everything. Do you think cameras, especially like the body cameras now, you guys are wearing, is that help or is that hurting you guys? I think, you know, when we first got them, everybody was like, oh, man, they're, they're, mm-hmm. it's a man just trying to hold us down. He just mm-hmm. want to know what, what we're doing. But I tell you what, man, more times than not, it's, it's helped us out. It's yeah. justified why we did things. Um, you can pull up stuff on the Internet left and right of people making, yeah, people making accusations huh. about cops, yeah. you know. You know, uh, raping you know women mm-hmm. pulled me over you know because I'm black blah mm-hmm. blah blah and then they'll dude, there's a, there's a video on the, the internet right we now made contact you know, that so. this this NAACP dude files a complaint against this officer said that first thing out of his mouth when he came up to my car was saying why are you in this neighborhood you got drugs in this car uh, you got guns in this car I remember that and yeah. He went and filed a complaint against that officer, and the chief was like, holy crap, man. Dude, yeah. I got this rogue cop. He pulls the, yeah. the body-worn camera yeah. in the phone, and it's like, this is totally opposite yeah. of what you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you accused my officer of doing this. Here's the video. Right. That's totally opposite. And right. then when they tried to question that guy, he didn't want... Then it's all of a sudden it's it, gone. And he, and, he, and he goes off scotch-clean, right? He, does, he doesn't get sued. He doesn't get fucking charges. He didn't no. get, he just, okay, so yeah. the media is... The not media is putting hurt. these yeah. things out there. Yeah, the media right? hurt. The, in my opinion, They're this, only is, putting the this mistakes is Paul's out. opinion. The media really has hurt law enforcement. And, and, you know, media's uh, hurt a lot of things. The media has hurt your But law enforcement, right, importantly, yes. Has hurt a lot of things because they don't report everything. Accurately. You know, well, they're, they're sensationalized. They're there to get ratings. They need clicks yes. for articles. Yeah, they're money-making money yep. entities. You know, yeah. they're not, and I think that's where it's like gets confusing nowadays. You know, It's like people have this kind of old world view of journalism and you know these mainstream media outlets and stuff like that but like all they're there to do now is just make money you make know money. they're entertainment yep. entities yes. at this point yeah. they're not trying they don't they don't have an obligation to, to accurately portray yep. things as facts you know one way or the other you know what i mean they're just there that's going to get the most people riled up and come watch their website Absolutely. or whatever you know so it's just yeah. I mean, i've been saying that since day one that the media twists everything around. Oh, People love drama. Yes. That's what they want. Yep. They want the drama. They and, want the ratings. You know, I've been on many situations and then it goes, you know, it's it's something big and the news is there and mm-hmm. you're watching it's like, man, that's not anywhere close <laughs> to that. <laughs> yeah. That's like way out here. Yeah. And this is, you know, I'm like, whoa. Well, people don't really, well, they don't, maybe not realize, but news stands for notable events, weather, and sports. 
So if it's not a notable event, they can yeah. give two shits, yeah. essentially. Yeah. And a notable event could be based on what they think is a notable exactly. event. Exactly. Yeah, so. and if it's a slow news night, because we'll, you know, we may have an incident, and like, man, it must be slow tonight, because yeah. they're here. This yeah. isn't that big of a deal, you know, but they're here. Yeah. So, yeah, the media, in my opinion, the media has, has hurt us a lot. Yeah. You know, they, they, they'll, you know, the Mesa incident, I mean, look at it. it, it to the general public, I mean, it's like, fuck, man, that, that looks horrible. Yeah. yeah. But they don't know, they don't report the facts, and a lot of times they don't, they won't report the findings. Right, right. They, they right. just report up front, you know, you guys, Michael Brown, you guys know who mm-hmm. that did? Yeah. The, mm-hmm. the, the uh, Ferguson incident. Yeah. Dude. Which is kind of what kicked off the whole Black Lives Matter. Matter. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the media never reported the, the DOJ's forensic findings. Yeah. So, what do you guys know? all about it that his prints were on the gun prints were on the gun his blood mm-hmm. splatter was inside the car mm-hmm. on the officer well what did the media say that the guy was giving up walking away and yeah. shot him in the back yeah, yeah. well science isn't going to lie science mm-hmm. is, no. you know they're under gun- no obligation too to be like yeah, to defend so, like a police officer they're just yeah. there to find what happened yeah. or what and, evidence and they riled up a whole nation oh man they, 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 don't get me wrong and like me and Kane have talked about it before but it's it's good they have brought attention to this yeah because there is i'm i'm not going to say you know but i'm i assume there's good cops and bad cops oh, absolutely. like that's, that's and unfortunately that's everywhere. Yes. It's everywhere doesn't matter what job you have yep. we spoke about before there's good cops and bad cops yep. so i mean it's try weeding them out and do the best you can yeah. i'm sure your chief is probably under fire trying to find out who the fuck's a good cop and who the fuck's a bad yeah. cop i'm sure you guys probably had surveys come out i'm sure they've probably maybe even asked you hey do you know anybody that could possibly be a bad right. cop you know, and uh, and there are man. I mean, unfortunately, I'm, you know, you can't stop a yeah. person. You know, what I mean, you could be yeah. a good cop today and a bad cop tomorrow, Absolutely. and then a good cop and, after and that again. Everybody that I work with, you know, when we watch something and, and it's unjustified, we're like that dude should be. He needs to go to jail, right? You know? That dude because he's making us all look bad, no. right? You know, you you broke the law, you violated someone's rights. You need to go. You need to be held responsible, right? And if that means you go to prison. So be it, man. Yeah, learn your fucking yeah. lesson. Yeah, it's okay. We get back to the Mesa PD thing. Like, yeah, it was. It looked bad, mm-hmm. but essentially that dude pummeled him yeah, with a was... couple good right hooks and yeah. even a fucking forearm shiver. Yeah. Is that protocol? And again, you know, and, and there is no real protocol to that. Is there? Yeah, is, there yeah. is, is, is there? Is there a session of force though? Like. Like, do you need to hit this guy fucking five times? Like, if you got six guys with you, do you really need to sock this, this dude up? Are you not going down? Yeah. I don't, you know. It's touchy. Again, I it, understand. It's touchy. And, and I don't want, you know, because I wasn't there. I don't know everything that was said and right. done. Um, you, you know, you, you got to stop that, that threat. And if that means. Is he a threat, though, with six yeah. cops there? Again. I see your point, yeah. but again, I wasn't there. I don't know. I mean, I think when you armchair quarterback it, they were close enough that you fuck armchair that quarterback. Your <laughs> what does that mean, Cody? Explain that to the people. Armchair. What armchair quarterback means? Because I don't know what a fucking armchair quarterback is. Is that not a saying? That's a is Monday that? morning quarterback. Monday morning quarterback. I don't know. It's the same. Uh, it's the same. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, well, in hindsight, it's twenty seconds after you know you're removed from the situation and it's over, and you've had time to process and think about what's happened. You're not in the situation at the very moment, right? So. When you know, when we're looking at this, all of our emotions are removed. We don't have that tingling feeling. Our hair isn't sticking up on the back of our right. neck. So, looking at it that way, I look at that video and I say, "Well, there was three. I think there was three cops around him at the three, initial when he first yeah. started. Because one came couple. out for the back. 
Well, well you know, one person could have sweeped his legs. Yeah. Two other guys could have held an arm. And it's hard it to see. Done. It's hard to make those judgments too. Like, but seeing, you know. So did you notice if you watch the video? Do you notice the one cop limping, limping out of the the uh, elevator? I did not notice that. So I, I don't know what happened, but he's one of the cops is actually like limping. And, Hurt. So yeah, yeah. So I don't know if there was a previous altercation, altercation. exactly, or, or what. I, I don't know. But if you looks watch like pretty, it, looks like pretty stout dude too, though. <laughs> <laughs> the dude that he was, I mean, the cop that was punching him didn't look small either, though. So there's it another guy. The one, one dude looked like he was like 70, though. Now, if the guy that punched him was white, would it have been a different scenario? Fuck yeah. What do you mean would it have been a different scenario? Because like, it was a black dude that punched a black dude. If it was a white cop punching a black dude, do you think this would have got blown up more? Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. mean, this, thing, yeah. this got blown up pretty big. Mm-hmm. To me. But I, I mean, haven't this, seen this, any fucking... But I haven't heard, like, the rumblings of, like, race or anything. I haven't like seen you post okay, about so it on Facebook either. Bad. You haven't seen me post about anything like that on Facebook. <laughs> but let's be honest, though. <laughs> usually the few people that post about stuff like this... I saw people post it on Facebook. Yeah. But, I mean, <sighs> but it's, you know, I guess that's whatever you want to see, though. I mean, but, um, you know... Like I said, it comes down to a lot of factors, you know, it's it's really hard to like sit here and say like, oh, you know, he, he could have maybe grabbed a leg or this guy could have grabbed a leg, you know. Um, once something escalates to the point where it's like a fight, you know, it all things kind of go out the window, you mm-hmm. know, especially like you said, at that point, you're trying to okay. now you got to regain control of the situation. You know, at this point, you got to get this guy on the ground, whatever, get him in cuffs, get him under control, you know, so I mean. It's kind of all hands on deck, and it's just whatever's going to happen is going to happen, you know. Um, this didn't seem like a clear-cut situation of, you know, a Rodney King situation where six cops were beating a dude with a baton, you know what I mean? Right. This didn't seem like that to me, you know what I mean? So, it... Is this the kind of stuff that Kaepernick's kneeling for? And if so, where's his statement on this incident? Yeah, I mean, I mean I'm not Kaepernick, so I can't tell you, like, where his statement is on this, on this incident or whatever, you know. Um, Kaepernick... You know, was kneeling for police injustice, you know, and for unfair policing. I'll say this, um, living in this state my whole life um, and having my family live in different places with different demographics, um, we're pretty lucky to live where we live. And um, Phoenix, although, you know, we have our bad areas and things like that, um, we don't deal with the level of violence, the level of drug dealing, the level of poverty that some of these other places deal with. And so I think, you know, when a lot of things get blown up in the media, you know, coming from these places, you know, places like Baltimore, you know, things right. like that. Their, okay. their, their style of policing is yeah, vastly different than what I experience here. You know, my dad's, you know, from Gary, Indiana, which is just outside of Chicago. Um, the area is a lot different and the way things operate and the way criminals operate in those areas is a lot different than here. We don't have open air drug markets here, you know, where people are on corners, you know, selling drugs and things like that. So um, you don't really often have there's rarely situations where you see police here, like walking a beat or just like out of their car, you know, going up to people and being like, oh, what are you doing? So we don't encounter the, the level of racial profiling that other places do you know that's the type of things that Kaepernick okay. was kneeling for you know what I mean um, so it's it's hard to say like I said with this situation you know um, you know you can say like where's Kaepernick's statement you know on the the original kind of Mesa incident that kind of blew up where the, an officer actually ha- killed somebody you know what I mean and he went to trial you know what I mean and um, that caught national news. That was a huge deal. People were highly upset mm-hmm. that that officer was got off. And I don't know all the details on that. You know, I just like everybody else saw the body cam video and everything like that. It seemed like a an odd situation. 
And Is that the one where they're in the hallway? And they're in the hallway of like a hotel or something like yeah. that. So, and that kind of brings me back to um, what he mentioned earlier. You know, sometimes, and I believe that officer that was involved in that shooting was a, a less seasoned officer. You know, he was saying, you know, sometimes these officers are going out there and they're seeing things in kind of this black and white manner. And they don't quite have the experience to differentiate situations. Um, they don't have the, the skills yet or ability yet to maybe calm themselves down in a situation. If they show up somewhere they with an idea, they're not able to process fully what's going on. Right. So, you know, sometimes things happen like that. And like I said, I don't know if, if you want to call that justified or whatever. I don't know. You know, it is what it is. He got off. He was found to be justified. You know, it is what it is, you know. Um, but that brings me back to something I was going to ask you, like, have you noticed a difference in the hiring and, you know, when you started and when you went through the academy, you know, has there been like a differentiate a difference like in the in the type of people that are applying to become officers and the type of training they're receiving as far as when it comes down to like, you know, your temperament and how you're supposed to act, yeah. you know, when you arrive on scene at something, you know? You know, it, it has. Um, when I when I first came on the, the type of cops we were hiring were, and I'm not saying we're better than the cops we're hiring now, um, but with the environment that is going on now, not a lot of people want to be cops. When uh, I became yeah. a cop, a lot of people wanted to be cops. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, dude, you see all the shit on the, mm-hmm. the media? I don't want you know to be accused of this, this, and this mm-hmm. because I'm doing my job. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're not getting a, a I don't say the quality, but but we might we might hire. Let's say we hire ten guys. There might be half of those guys are, are rock stars, yeah. and the other half are like, eh, you know, they're hopefully maybe you learn some things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hoping, yeah. Um, The academy is that de- definitely at, at least the academy I went to is definitely changed. The one in Tucson? No, I went to the one local. Oh, yeah, the big one, the big one local. Um, and there's a couple local ones. There's one on the East Valley, and then one Central. Mm-hmm. I went to the one in Central Valley where a majority of everybody goes to mm. when i went it was all about you know you're gonna get killed on the job you need to defend yourself you need to fight 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 mm-hmm. you never you know you never stop fighting never stop fighting mm-hmm. now um i went down there i'll give you an example when i went through it was yes sir no ma'am you know an officer or an officer of rank came in the classroom, everybody's on their feet. Yeah. At attention. Military style. Military style. It was very, you know, military. On the parade deck for inspections. Mm-hmm. Um, the minute you stepped on foot on the academy grounds, it was fair game. Yeah. You couldn't walk on the rocks. Yeah. Walk on yeah. the grass. When you, you yeah. couldn't, you you had to run from classroom to, you know, if you're going to the range, you, you're running to the range. You know, you're doing P, you're DT, you're running the DT room. I have flashbacks yeah. to Cape May, New Jersey. Um, <laughs> now, I went down to the academy. There was a, a buddy of mine, their RTO's uh, recruit training officer. He was down to the academy as a recruit training officer, and they had a guest speaker coming to his class that I wanted to listen to, uh, a local cop that got into an incident. and Amazing story. And I went in, and I walk in. You know, I'm in uniform. I'm not a rank. I'm a cop. But all these recruits, you know, aren't cops yet. They haven't mm-hmm. been badged. Yeah. I walk in and it's just a fucking shit show. It's a shit Free show. Yeah, they're just bullshitting and throwing papers. Yeah, fucking, and yeah. and I, I walk because when I went through the academy, anybody again, officer or above, you walk in that classroom on your feet. Yeah. Everybody's on their feet and standing at attention. I walked in, 
They're just like, what's up, man? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I, so, I lost my mind. I'm that, like, this that, is crazy. It sounds like it's not just because I thought it was just the Army when I was in. We got really soft towards the end when I got out. So it sounds like it's and everywhere it's, now. It's um, it's it's America as a whole. Yes. Very possible. It's, they call it it's, uh, adult learning. Hmm. So, <laughs> so, yeah, that's what they call it down there. What so the when, when I went through the academy, the very first Friday, so you know, you start on Monday, the very first Friday was fight day. So you sparring, sparring. so you go run to and push ups to exhaustion, and you fight for a minute. They don't do it anymore at that academy. They don't do it. We that's crazy. My my agency do not send. I would like to know why. I mean, like I don't understand why you would not. Everyone gets a trophy. No, no, I don't think it has. Think it has to do with trophy or is it just adult learning, man? It's just the mindset that you know that they're trying to be more mental than physical. Yeah, is that what you think? De escalation. Yeah. You know, well, of course, know. which is always the better option. You it mean, is, but well, sometimes sure you don't want to a real option. And that's like a weird word, you know, that gets thrown out there a lot. You know, like cops need to like de-escalate situations and this and that. But that's where I was saying, you know, I think it has to come into play. You know, what kind of training are you guys getting? Not so much like on like de-escalation, but just being able to like recognize situations and things like that. Is that something that more comes after the academy yeah. when you're on patrol yeah. with a, a more so, senior yeah. officer and everything yeah. and you know at the academy it's 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 the basics, it's the basic. bones, yeah. it's you know it's the basics um a lot of you know a lot of classroom stuff yeah um, and again when i went through a lot of physical stuff yeah we were running you know no As weights but just running almost every day yeah uh, makes sense a lot of a lot of uh, classroom work a lot of tests a lot of shooting um but it's changed but yeah, once you get out of the academy, you go through F, like an FTO program, mm-hmm. and you're with it's Phil in phases. Field training, field training, yeah. Um, and you're in different phases. So your first phase, you know, you're expected to learn this. Second phase, you learn this. Third phase, you mm-hmm. learn this. Right. By by the end of those phases, you should, you know, ultimately that your FTO and they change. They should all be just sit in the car and just kind of evaluate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should sure. be able yeah. to do it. Um, sounds very militarized. Yeah, sounds very yeah. It, it similar. Is, yeah, police police is paramilitary for the right. most part. You you, know, so, and, go ahead. so do you think this recruitment process is it a breakdown in recruitment and getting the right people, yeah, or I, is it a what, police culture issue, or what they're being offered too? I think it's. I think this the the quality of people now is not like it used to be. Yeah. Because again, it's like I, a two A school versus a five A school. Yeah. You just have more to choose from. Yeah. Um, and I think it goes back to. Man, I'm watching the I'm watching the news and yeah. I'm seeing cops go to jail. I'm seeing them, you know, getting dragged through the media because they did their job, mm-hmm. but because of the media, the media you know, appear. So it's appear, not. yeah, it appears bad. Even though, dude, I did everything by the book, but you know, because now you know, I, I can't so talk. I cell phones all the time. You feel man. that it changes your whole way of. Being a cop or copping on patrol, I guess you would say, with you know that everybody's got their cell phone right there. Every time you show up, um, you got people looking at you recording. At I just you. tell people, "Hey, dude, I'm recording you too, man." Yeah. So I, I just don't, you know, you you kind of have to watch your p's and q's a little bit, but I'm not going to let it. I try not to let it uh, change the way I operate. Yeah. You know, and you should be confident enough in your skills and your knowledge of what you're doing that it really shouldn't bother yeah. you. You know, if somebody's filming yeah. you. So like that's another thing. Is that something like you know you guys are now more addressing with younger younger officers where you're like, listen, there's gonna be somebody. Like you may just pull somebody over. Say you pull into a shopping city, you got somebody pulled over. 
there's a very real chance somebody might just want to just start filming you on their yeah. cell phone camera. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, so it's like, are you, is that something that's being addressed now with younger officers where you're saying like, hey, like you know, it is what it is. You don't need ignore to, it, yeah, yeah, ignore yeah. that or like you know establish if that person is actually going to be an issue like physically or whatever. But you know, outside of that, just like let them do their let thing. them do their thing. And you know, mm-hmm. and that's the, and it, I go back to when you get those young cops with very little life experience mm-hmm. and they, you know. Sometimes they get that badge and that gun. Well, they're and super gung ho. Yeah, like, yeah. And they're like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a cop now. Yeah, you can't yeah. do that. And I'm it's Captain like, America. Yeah, listen to me, <laughs> motherfucker. Head, yeah. You know, it's like, listen to me. And it's like, dude, so you don't have to talk to people like that. Yeah, we're, we're you all know? humans. We're all people. We're we all, all people, family. man. We, all take we shit yeah, the same way. exactly. You don't have to. And and I tell the new guys, look, man, treat people with respect. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I, I can't tell you, I, I've been called every name in the book. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, dude. You're not hurting my feelings. Yeah, yeah. You know, don't take it personal. Yeah. You know, you're gonna go home. I'm gonna go home, and I'm gonna forget about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and when I get in my car and leave, they will so, never forget about you, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> I still remember the first cop I came in contact with. <laughs> I gotta ask you, how many times have you pulled somebody over and they want to act like they know the laws? Constitutional. Uh, yeah. They think yeah, they know what they're doing. Some do, and I, and you know, and I, and I kind of giggle. They drive me nuts. And, you know, I just, just like whatever, man. You know, you're 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 street lawyer. Yeah. You know, good job. Yeah. Whatever, bro. I see it you know, all the time. Yeah, man. it happened. It does happen. Well, you can't do that. I'm like, well, sir, actually, I can't. Yeah. You know, you don't. You know, I this is why bar, I can't. But I know a little yeah, bit. This is why. This is why we can't do it. And here's the case law well, that says we you can't get the do breakdown that. everything for yeah, them. You know. I've I've gone as far as people like I'll, I'll pull out the book and be like look here it is right here go uh, and read right. it man highlighted motherfucker yeah. so Let me Google this real quick Hold yeah, yeah <laughs> here's the case law that says it right look there. on Snopes yeah um, I know like I've seen the police recruitment like uh their standards I know a lot of good cops that don't or I know a lot of good people who would be great cops that don't meet those standards yeah because they like to you know do a little rock and roll back in their day. Do you think that the, those standards kind of need to be changed, or because a lot of these guys that aren't coming in have life experience that they might have screwed made, up a little bit when they were young, when they're and now they're they're disqualified? Yeah. And there's some that are, are automatic disqualifiers, right? Um, that they're not even going to look at you. Can you talk about what that would be? You know, uh, steroid use. Okay. Yeah, steroid use. Shit. Um, yeah. I mean, look at me. I mean, I'm like, why is the steroid thing checked? <laughs> but, um, yeah, steroid use is a is an automatic disqualifier. Um, certain drugs are. Yeah. Uh, automatic disqualifier. You know, background, you know, felonies. Felonies, you know, shit like that, yeah. Um, Understandable. But, you know, but everybody makes mistakes, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, where when you do shit when you're younger, we all did it, man. You know, you all and just own up, own up to it. And I tell dudes all the time, dude, just don't lie. Yeah. Put it on your background packet. Don't lie about it. And they ask you about it, be honest. Mm-hmm. You know, and same goes along when you're working. Because they'll find out anyway. They're gonna find out yeah. anyways. The worst when we start yeah. off lying, it's yeah. not yeah. gonna be a good. The worst point. thing you can do as a cop is lie, because. Yeah. You're you're gonna we're gonna mess up. We're human beings. You're gonna mess up. You're gonna make wait, a wait. mistake. You guys are human beings. Exactly. I, Holy I, I shit! I know it's hard to believe. Some Did you people, guys hear that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, they're fucking human beings. We no are, way. We have family. We have feelings. Bitch, I'm gonna <laughs> right now. Yeah, I cry sometimes. You know? Paul um, is a human. Being. We got that on tape. Yeah, I, the older I get, I'm like Jesus. I watch Frozen. I cry. I'm like, oh, I cry. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, I'm like, no, that girl no. looks like my daughter. Oh my god, she's frozen. But. Uh, 
Yeah, I just tell them all the time, just do not lie. If you're going to mess up, own it, move on. Mm-hmm. You know, take your licks and move on. The minute you lie, you're done. And, and most of us, out, I would say the majority of the guys I hang out with, the officers I work with, they're like, yeah, you fucked up, you lied, gone. Mm-hmm. Get out. We don't want you mm-hmm. because you're you're hurting us all. Yeah. So is it, would you agree that the canine community is probably more close-knit than... Oh, yeah. Of course, because you guys are a small group, and well, we're essentially the special forces of uh, yeah, the, you're, the community, yeah. You know special I mean? operations, like, yeah. of course, yeah, yeah. In, in Arizona, cool. it's crazy because I've had the opportunity to to go to other states to train other teams and and do stuff, and uh, in Arizona, the entire state is in canine communities, yeah. very tight, very close knit. I know all. I know handlers throughout the entire state. You guys have your own Facebook group? <laughs> yeah, actually, <laughs> private. Yeah, actually, a little private. Group. So you're yeah. saying I have a dog I can get on there? Or no. no. <laughs> but Arizona law. I mean, you see him. He sits when I tell him to sit. Sitting right now. Look yeah. at him. He's afraid of his own shadow, though. But yeah, it, it's the canine community in Arizona is super tight. Mm-hmm. Probably tighter than we have guys coming from out of state training with us. They're like, dude, man, we're nothing like this, you know. We can't even go train the city next to us. Really? You know, oh, wow. you know, we can't, you know, yeah. With In Arizona, we put on a lot of group training throughout the state. So, you know, coming in July, we, every every July we put on a big training seminar up north. And we'll have agencies from all over the state show up. We all know each other. We have, you know, great camaraderie. And, mm-hmm. and Are you busy the whole time or do you get the chance to go? Like a year? Yeah. Like a bit. Oh, yeah. yeah. So at those things, do you guys like... Have competitions with each other with their dogs on who could get them to do. Well, there there are the canine mm-hmm. trials every year. There's yeah. desert dog canine trials, and that's the, that's the competition. Really? Yeah, oh, that's cool. cool. <laughs> this year was out in Mesa. Competition, if you may. Is your dog ever one? I've never. I I usually judge. Oh, you're yeah, a judge. Yeah, yeah, I usually judge. It's better to judge than to lose. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's better to judge and say Give the guy's doing yeah. wrong because I don't want to go out there. Like a dog of keeps humping everything again. People, yeah, I can't get him off the freaking guy, man. But yeah, th- I think next year my in my my uh, some of my boys are like, come on, Dad, you got to compete. Just do it before you retire. I'm like, yeah, right, I'll do it. Fuck yeah. So before, before my dog, you know. I still got probably five years with him, so nice. Yeah. Good. So I got a little bit of time. Trump or Obama? <laughs> Trump. Oh shit! <laughs> shit! And, 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 shit! Obama did, his eight, shit. Obama did his eight years. Calm down, so triggered. Really Everybody's triggered right now. <laughs> Calm down. And I'll and I'll tell you why. Safe space. And I'll, I'll tell you why Trump. Um, look at my look at my retirement. Look at the money that I've just I've made. The economy. So from the economy. The economy. Um, he supports military. He supports law enforcement. Um, I'll be. I'll be honest with you, man. When Obama was in office, along with the media, that hurt law enforcement. And I. And I'll give you my opinion of it. With the whole. And I'll use Michael Brown incident again. Mm-hmm. He could have said, "Look, let's let let's let the investigation get done." When it's done, if the guy screwed up, let's, he'll he'll get his. He'll go to jail. He'll mm-hmm. he'll answer for it. But he didn't. He let these activist groups get out of complete control. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, this group was shutting down freeways throughout the in United his States. His nation that he's running. In his nation that he's he he was the most powerful black man in, in the world. Do you think if he told Black Lives Matter these activist groups, hey, stand down, stand down, knock it off? 
when we get the investigation done, if he's in the wrong, we'll handle it. What do you think those dudes would have done? Right on, man. He's got our back. All right, we're gonna wait. That again, my opinion. Right, right. Um, that's perspective. That's a, that's a good perspective. I um, like that. So, so I think that administration and the media really hurt military and law enforcement. I mean, what funerals did Obama go to, long or or military wise? I mean, we we don't have to. We could say it, but we already know. Right. It's just all he went to every. Every black man that was probably killed unlawfully. Uh, well, I think he was down in Dallas, Dallas, though, when that shooting he happened. He was down in Dallas. Dallas. He, he was in Dallas. Dallas. So, yeah. He was. Um, remember the crazy white dude? I think it was South Carolina went into the church and shot all those people. Right. That dude, my, that guy should be fucking dead. Well, yeah, was, yeah. Wasted yeah. tax dollars. Wasted tax dollars. <clears throat> but Obama, Obama went... To the to, church. To the church yeah. and saying and everything, hey, knock yourself out, man. That's Which cool. is great. That's great. But... What about the Dude, cops? What about the cops that are being killed, being hunted down? Yeah. Being ran over in parts Point blank. Of, point blank. Shot. You know, with the exception of Dallas, mm-hmm. he didn't go to one. Yeah. You know? Um, that I had a problem with. I, and, I, and I have a problem. I think most people did. Um, does Trump do some really stupid shit? Fuck yeah. He does. Yep. We can all tw- agree on that. Stay off Twitter, dude. Stay off Twitter. After 10 o'clock. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he talked North Korea, or yeah, North Korea into quitting, though, on Twitter. Like, yeah. just talking shit yeah. to him. <laughs> I'm sure there's I'll, background stuff yeah, there. I'll believe no, that. No, no, but, but again, we'll get to that again. <laughs> a lot of times, if Trump puts his foot in his mouth all the time. He'll say something, and then the White House has to clean it up. Right. But I like him because he supports military. He supports law enforcement. You know, the economy's doing, doing better than it has in the past. Um, border security. And that's, you know, that's what drives me crazy, too. The Democrats, Chuck Schumer, Obama, Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, uh, Nancy Pelosi, you can watch videos of them saying, we need better security, we need stronger, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, immigration laws. Mm -hmm. And they publicly said that. Um, There's video Mm -hmm. of them in Congress saying that. Mm -hmm. But now that we have a Republican Republican or, or just, you know, Trump's arrogant. We all know. I mean, he's he's cock of the walk. He can't was, tell he's been seeing that same shit since the eighties. So. Yeah, um, but now that he's like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna enforce immigration laws. We're gonna do this. Is they're all up in arms. It's like, wait a minute, you said the same thing. Yeah, and did yeah. the same thing. It's Obama like, deported yeah. tons, yeah. thousands, thousands of people. So, that, you know? so it's that, nothing new. It, drives, people getting deported. it was just wasn't publicized on Twitter. Yeah. I mean, it was publicized yeah. though. Yeah, it's look the same thing. Look at me. That, yeah. Like those child, like those little child things, like where they're like, you know, the little child prison camps or whatever you want to call them. You know. They were doing that before. Yeah, that was they were in doing 2014. That, exactly. They were doing yeah. that during Obama and stuff like that, too. And it was out there. You know, it doesn't get made as big of a deal, but it wasn't like the focus at the time, too. You know, everybody was focused on things like Benghazi or yeah. like other like, you know, polarizing type of things, you know. So and it's just like I, I think that's just like, you know, politics is a mess in this country. It is. You're absolutely point, right, you know? man. And um, absolutely right. It's it's more getting to a point where it seems like people are just um looking to railroad in on one, two, or three issues and make that the whole presidency, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not, it can't, you know, and, it, and it's hard to, you know, be a president, you know, and, you know, everybody's got different issues that are a priority to them, you know, and would want to be addressed, you know. But, um, you know, the media, like we said earlier, you know, they're going to pick a polarizing topic yeah. on something, you know, and, and try and hone in whatever's going to get the most viewers, you know. With, mm-hmm. you know, with Obama, you know, it's easy you know, to go the route of, you know, him being anti-military, anti-police and things like that, you know, or, you know, 
doesn't want, you know, immigration not as big of an issue, you know, because Democrats want to per- uh, portray this this image of, you know, um, caring more about common people mm-hmm. or whatever, you know. And, it, and those are the type of same things I had, like, issue with Trump, you know, him portraying this image of maybe caring about, like, the coal miners became, like, a big thing, you know. I don't think Trump really cares about coal miners, you know what I mean? It's just I, a hot topic. It's a hot topic, and yeah. it's something that's going to, you know resonate with a, a large group of people and you know even I, you know i care about people you know losing jobs or industries yeah, being absolutely. phased out and stuff like that you know but it, it it's getting to the point now you know we have so many people in this country you know um does it really make sense you know to be looking to this one person at the top to fix all of our issues you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying this one it comes back down to things like why don't states have more control over what they can do in their individual communities you know, to make substantive change for the people in those communities. You know, we're we're not really allowed to do that. You know, like we have like John McCain and you know our Governor Ducey and stuff like that. You know, what what do they? Nobody looks to them. You know, to fix things in Arizona or to you know look to secure our borders and things like that. You know, it's all looking to the president. You know, what I'm saying it's like he lives in D.C. You know, he has no he doesn't know everything. He doesn't know what's going yeah. on in Arizona. Yeah. You know, what I'm you right. have way more knowledge of what's going on in our city and everything like that than you know somebody that lives in D.C. or a John McCain or something like that. You know, so it's just it's just looking at like you know the overall issue is getting less and less about who is the president and more about the power that they have and what they're actually looking out to do with that power. You know, it's so. It's just all just kind of a mess right now, and it doesn't seem like it's something that's going to get fixed. No, I agree. Anytime yeah. soon, it's unfortunately. Time. Yeah, it, I mean, when you got Republicans fighting Republicans, Democrats fighting exactly, Democrats, you know. exactly, and it, and it becomes, and you start, you, you take a step back and you look at it, and you're like, this, they're not even fighting about something that's going to help your family or yeah. my family. You know what I'm saying? It's their yeah. agenda. Exactly. It's all. Everybody's got these agendas to push. You know they. They've got donors that they have to make right with. They you know, got a future. I've yeah. never donated to a campaign. You know what I'm saying? They don't really care about me. I'm not. I may vote. You know, at the end of the day, though, my vote may or may not, you know, kind of help them get elected. But what's really helping them get elected is these donors that are backing them with millions and yeah. millions of dollars. You know? And um, and so it's just like a mess. You know, like I said, and it's just um, and those are like the real issues that I see. You know. And it becomes less and less about, like, you know, you can like Obama, you can not like Obama, you can like Trump, you can not like Trump, you know. And that's more coming down to, like, maybe you don't like him as a person or whatever, you know what I'm saying. But at the end of the day, you know, it's, what are they, you know, what's really getting done? You know, mm-hmm. nothing is really getting done. You know, we're, we've, I felt in just, you know, and I'm 28 years old, you know, so I'm not, I don't have, you know, this, like, long, you know, history of seeing, like, the United States from, like, a an adult perspective, you know, but... It's felt like our country's been stalled for the last decade plus, you know, in this weird area of like, um, you know, industries moving out of our country and things like that, you know. So it's just we're in this like weird flux that just, I don't know, it just doesn't, it just doesn't make sense. And it doesn't seem like we're, even still, you know, I know people are happy, you know, Trump is president and that's fine, you know, it's just, but even still, it doesn't feel like we're moving in a direction that's going to make us a more prosperous country, you know, and that's. The overall issues that I tend to have, you know, and it's just... And we'll definitely get into that. I'm sure so plenty more, like, 
I'm sure we could talk hours. Yeah. We brought up hours Trump and Obama, so I mean, I just, <laughs> no, I'm just, just saying, say I'm just some saying, things. You know, it's if like, anybody's intrigued, and I mean, I'm sure everybody's intrigued about that. We will get to that eventually. You know, so just give us time to really get in depth. Right, right. Yeah, I think the generation, and, and that's the thing too. Like what you spoke to too. You know, with these younger generations coming up, and a lot of it's like, you know, I don't know if you have kids or anything. You know, you know, my kid's two and a half, and I see him like even like I'll let him use my phone sometimes. You know. Technology is a great, it's a blessing and it's very much a curse. You know, mm-hmm. it's um, yeah. kids having the ability to see so much and all this stuff and taking all this information, you know, it's it's kind of like setting us back in a way, you know. And, you know, like you said, kids are coming in entitled and kids are growing up entitled and feeling like, you know, they don't have to work for things right. and they don't have like a work ethic, period, you know, like they don't understand that maybe you're going to have to work hard for Right, three, four, five years before you maybe get to a comfortable position, you know. Yeah. And it's just um, you're gonna ruin any other podcast you have in the future. Uh, it's just sad. Yeah, that was deep. Oh, oh, I know. I know. I'm sorry. I drifted. You good? I drifted off. I drifted off the you police. You good? We'll talk offline. But yeah, I'll round up. Like you know, what do you what do you see? You know, I don't know if you ever think about it too much. Are you still active duty and everything? So like, what are your hopes for like the future of policing? You know, what do you? Are there any changes you want to see? You know, that would are you talking you know, about make like things with, with what just overall? Happening? No, just like overall, just like overall. in policing. Like, are there any things that need to be that you, that you see that you could see? Like, say you were chief of police, whatever. You know, are there things that you would? <laughs> right? Are there some like changes or things that you would kind of institute that would maybe improve policing, like in this country, in the city, in the state? More uh, definitely better training. I mean, mm-hmm. in the agency I work for. We get a lot of training, um, and again, I've had the opportunity to go to other states and mm-hmm. and put on training and and work with some other folks in those in those states. And it's like, wow, man, these guys are like behind the curve. Right? Yeah, I mean they, and, and it's no wonder, um, you know, some of these incidents happen. Some of these incidents <laughs> happen. I mean, when you when you look at the Ferguson thing, they they pulled up like a lot of their training stuff. Mm-hmm. And some of these dudes have been. Training for you know years, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially yeah. Yeah. Ferguson, people don't realize yeah. Ferguson yeah. like yeah. may seem like this like urban, center, but it's a very rural yeah. area. You is know, that under funding? Is that a funding? It thing could be funding. It could you know, and, and I think it's I think it's also and again, just my opinion. I think it's just the environment. That, that's mm-hmm. just what you know. That's what we do. The culture. What, the culture. Well, it's worked for twenty years. Why would we change it now? Yeah, we. This is what we've been doing. It's working. So why why create the wheel? Yeah. But things of it, you know, society's evolving. We have to, law enforcement has to evolve. Right. So you know, nationwide should be all on the same bar. I think so. Mm-hmm. I, I, it should I, be I, even I, par across the nation. I believe so because. Which is understandable, but each area is different. Yes. Right. Demographically. Demographically. But people I, I, are the same, though. You know, people, you're dealing with people at the end of the day, you know, so it's like there should be like a set level of like. Terrain, you know, but response yeah. times, like all that stuff comes into City, play too. City population. City yeah. population. But, case log or case count. Yeah. Do you guys do a lot of training for mental health? Oh, yeah. You know, that's that's the big thing right now. Yeah, I mean, encountering have, somebody with a mental health issue, encountering somebody. with somebody, uh, dealing with them, how to deal, how to talk to them. You Your know. mental health, yeah, our yeah, our yeah. mental health. I mean, we all, I mean, mm-hmm. we all have PTSD yeah. to a, to a certain extent. Right. You know, oh, sure, yeah. You know, we've seen things, done things, you know, that affect us. Um, but yeah, it's huge right now. We, a, in my agency, we have that's we have, good. They're yeah, yeah, yeah about we actually that. have a unit. That's all they do. Awesome. They just deal with. That's good to know. With, uh, I don't want to say the 
you know, the, the people with mental issues, right. but that's their specialty. Mm-hmm. You know, they go to specialty training, you know, and we have an issue, we call them up. Hey, man, yeah, we need you job. over here. Is it hard to stifle if someone's, you know, say if someone's having like a mental breakdown? Is it hard to decipher if they're on drugs or if they're just mental, you know, going A lot of times it kind of, kind of hand goes, goes hand in hand. Yeah, because yeah. a lot of it's induced by right. alcohol, you know, or alcohol the, you know, the, the, the drugs that they may yeah. use induce that. Well, and they're yeah. trained professionally to understand. Yeah, that it could be, hey, this is, this is yeah. drug induced. You right. know? Um, but yeah, we go through, that's, that's the big one right now is, yeah. is really? dealing with the mental. Well, that, I, mean, that, I mean, it's good that they're actually trying to deal with it and not right. just assuming they're fucking no is that just your department or no, is that's, that nationwide? that's that's pretty i i would say i would say big time in arizona mm-hmm. um and probably i i would say the west coast for sure yeah um and it's weird because once you pass once you go east of the mississippi it's a it's a little bit of a different mindset you know really? in law enforcement over there oh yeah you know it, it is different just um, in general that's what i was yeah. saying like i said like my dad's you know where he grew up and everything and like now everybody talks about chicago and things like that and you know Chicago has a lot of issues, you know, and people, you know, talk about like the crime, like the murder rate and everything like that, you know, but, um, you know, but, you know, when you have a, a, a huge population coming up that's feeling, you know, disenfranchised people, you know, say somebody does want a job in some of these like cities and like some of these like, you know, urban areas, you know, there's, there's no opportunities, you know, so you're dealing with a, a different level of, you know, desperation out of people and things right. like that. So like, and that's just like, like stuff from what I've seen, you know, like how cops, you know, sometimes they they become calloused mm-hmm. fast, oh, yeah, you know, to certain people. And, yep. you know, so their their tolerance for anything that they view as, like, bullshit is going to be extremely low, you know, which is very understandable, you know. So, and, you know, is there ways, you know, you, can you see, like, for, like you said, training to be improved for, like, officers, like, in those situations mm-hmm. to be able to better handle and, you know, decipher, you know, what's going on. Like, what do I need? Do I need to get another office here at ASAP? Or, you know, is this something where maybe I should take a step back? Or do I need to, you know, the, like you said, all situations are different, you know, if, if you decide to pull your weapon or anything like that. Um, but it's just, I don't know. It's just it's just such a crazy time, you know. I, it's just so much is going on. It is right now. It's, and it's super crazy. And it's happening so fast. I feel, you know, and I think about, you know, even like, like reading about and like seeing videos of things like from um you know like from LA riots and um all these different things that have happened like in the past you know is there still some carryover you know in departments um from those times and is do you see like a carryover from those times in like the people like are still like worried about things like that or is it I I honestly I haven't seen it um I think that you know the Rodney King days and stuff like that the, the LA riots that you know that was back in the 90s and i think those generation of there's still some laggers behind yeah. you know that are still cops but i think that generation is is retiring and, yeah and phasing just, out yeah, yeah phasing out the mindset is you know is is definitely changed mm-hmm. um you know back then you know it, someone crossed you know the cross site and you back then you'd, you'd yeah. whoop up on it. exactly you know, yeah it, it's, it's changed man yeah. and, and we've gotten smarter as cops, um, to be able to handle situations like that, mm-hmm. uh, I, I can remember one of my training officers when I went through when I was a rookie, you know, going through field training. That officer told me, "Goes if you have common sense, you'll you'll do fine in this job." Yeah, which is hard Absolutely. to come across these days. Yeah, and it's like uh, what you're saying, you know, very like hard these to kids like coming in, you know, things like that. If so. you have common sense, you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. If, you know, and, and man, and 
when that person told me that, and I was like, okay, you know. And again, I was older. Yeah, I had yeah. life experience. Um, and I always I, have a problem. With I that still, do, I still live by that. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so. I have a question. Can you use your canine to deer hunt? <laughs> oh, Jesus no. Christ. You no, you can't uh, use it in the trap. We just debunked a miss, everybody. <laughs> right. You cannot use a dog to hunt. Yeah. Not, not, I mean, you can use dogs to hunt. Right. Not canines. So you can't yeah. use your police canine no. recreationally? No. Oh, okay. What about when they're retired? That, Ooh, yeah. that's, that's a good question. Um, I, I no, I'm not because you got you got to train them to fight. Yeah. You got to train yeah, them. Nobody train uses them. nobody uses dogs to deer hunt. First off, I've got buddies that that Both use, that bears. use dogs <laughs> right, yeah. to, uh, to like bear hunting. Well, I'm saying I know they use them for bears. I know they use them for bears, things like that. Badgers, yeah, all kinds of stuff. Any hunts coming up? Hopefully, you know. Hopefully, get drawn. Hopefully, get drawn here. I think they're drawn for elk. They just came out. Not last week, wasn't it? Deer? Yeah. Yeah, you had to have it in last week. Yeah. So hopefully uh, get John for deer. Once nice. it hits your account, you, the yeah. text message. Yeah. How long yeah. have you hunted for? Um, Since you were little or did no, you get into it later yeah, in life? Later in life. You know, I, I hunted a little bit before I became a cop. Because you could afford it at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Hunting is not cheap. It is not. Once I became a cop, a lot of, you know, a lot of guys at work do it. And right. you just kind of, you know, you kind of gel and, you, you know. Uh, brotherly bond, get away, and kind of you know, just decompress all decompress, the work, exactly, and go hunt, yeah. and just have a good time. And Fresh, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm fortunate, and my whole family, you know, the wife on down hunts. Right. Your boys so, have gotten. Oh yeah, my boys hunt uh, uh, elk who? and deer. Did they both get an elk? And a no, deer? just no. one of them got okay. got an elk, and then both of them gotten deer. Yeah. One of them gotten javelina. Um, the wife That's just so sick. Yeah. Fuck that, dude! I wish I would have done that when I was younger too. Yeah, so, awesome. but it's good, man. It's it's yeah. good family time. You know, we, That's we all, you know, we go out and hang out. With, you know, and there's usually like thirty of us that go, and all the kids hang out and have fun. No work talk. Just, no work talk. Yeah. Just kind of bullshit around. That's the important. Fire. That's important yeah. for mental health. As yeah, well, you know, and. <clears throat> I have a question, but yeah. Oh, yes. And that's something I, you know, I really try to fun. do <laughs> as a cop is not hang out with a lot of cops. And not, I shouldn't say not hang out with cops a lot, but have that buffer where I've got my cop buddies that we hang out, mm-hmm. but I also got guys that aren't cops. Like and us. But yeah, like you guys. Our cool yeah. shit, right? <laughs> awesome. my, new, my new best friend. <laughs> new best friend, yeah. yeah. Um, and that because then you're not cop, talking cop shit all the time. Yeah. You know, you go to a cop party and they'd be like, "Hey, man, remember that dude?" And that's all. Right. You're, 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 you're stories. Yeah, you're talking like, in code. Your wife's like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" Yeah. <laughs> code tenor walking in the door. Yeah. Hey, Trevor. You know. And yeah. Remember that dude? And, Different you know, code for hey, a beer. Remember this guy? Oh yeah. You know. There's time for that. You know. Right. Hey, man, my dog got that guy. You remember yeah. that? Yeah. But. I think you need to break from that, and it's nice to have yeah. friends yeah. that you can hang out with that aren't cops. Then you can just kind of bullshit, and just, you know, not not talk about shop, and right. you know, ultimately they're going to ask you questions, and you just kind of, you know, answer it. And but it, it is nice, and, and I think you need it. Would you sure. ever hang out with a firefighter? <laughs> oh yeah, firefighters fine. <laughs> you know, short, quick, easy answer. You know, that's all you know, I needed. The best is when. Uh, <laughs> my boys calls them, call them hose draggers. Hose draggers. They try to get my. They, I mean, I'm a hose dragger essentially. I don't know. Oh, I'm oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the short shorts. Yeah. When my boys are little, some firefighters try to give them stickers, and they're like, "We're not taking stickers from hose." Damn. Draggers. Oh. <laughs> uh, called them out, and they're like, "Your dad must be a cop." Right. Yeah. <laughs> Just yep. fucking pull the kids away. <laughs> no, I don't. You know, I don't. You know, I don't have anything against them. Man, they're good dudes. That's cool. Yeah. You know, I get along. 
the agency I work for, the you know the, the fire department portion. Man, I get along with those guys. Those guys are coming to patch me up if shit goes bad. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know? yeah. So um, I see a lot of the new stations too. They're like dual operating stations, yeah, it's like a police station, yeah. double bus. It's like a transgender bathroom, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> everybody gets, yeah. everybody gets to go in the same yeah. building. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. They hang out, and watch TV. You know, yeah, I, I tell you know, my, you know, my, my son, oh, we're going to be cops. We're going to bullshit. And yeah. Be a firefighter, man. Everybody loves firefighters. Right. So get to go from great bodies. Great bodies. Leave your house. looking hair. Downers. You yeah. Leave your house, go to your house, get to play. Xbox, Sliding on a pool, out, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, riding a big red right. truck and go grocery fire. shopping. And firefighters don't really fight fires anymore. They're more like paramedics. Been a yeah, couple big fires here recently. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah like, look at the big Chicago fire. You're always going to need a fire department. Well, yeah. Well, well, no, yeah, yeah again, oh, yeah, yeah, no, those agencies same. are just like different. Chicago are just fire. Yeah. The valleys. What year was that? Like the 1800s or the 1900s? When the whole you're talking about all the way back. Yeah. I remember the that horse that kicked over a lantern. <laughs> and the, whole, the, whole t- the whole city almost burned down. Yeah, yeah, Eighteen hundred was a hell of a time. Drunk guy dropped. Yeah, I remember that. Right. <laughs> Bob, you did it again. <laughs> yeah, so I was gonna bring it back around. I know. It, oh, here we go. Is like, but I was just gonna ask, like, um, you know, this we put it in this country, you know, put a big emphasis on anti-drugs mm-hmm. and things like that of that nature. You know, um, do you see a time, or do you see any kind of like hindrance when, you know? As a cop, you know, say you're pulling somebody over or whatever, you know, and do you see it as like a time waster? I, I don't know if that's the best way to put it. Or as um, a nuisance? A nuisance for a, a police officer to sometimes have to be so heavily involved with, you know, teenagers with some marijuana or something like that. Or, you know, like, is it like. <laughs> <laughs> do you see, is it like. Um, I plead the fifth. Is, is that, you know. Yeah. Is that. um. Is that a hindrance to, you know, because I know it gets thrown out there a lot of times, you know, when somebody's like busting with a little sack of weed or something like that, you know, a couple cops have to show up and, you know, a car has to get searched and, you know, people have to get searched and things like that. Um, Is that usually just a way to sometimes get in and figure out, well, is this something bigger, you know, or, you know, is, is something like, you know, just petty drug crimes, you know. Really to have to deal with that on a day to day basis, yeah, is are you seeing any? Is what what is society getting out of that? You know, um, locking up those type of people, or you know, finding and ticketing those type of people, and and taking up police time, you know, mm-hmm. for those type of calls and things like that. Is that you know something that's like a, I don't want to say an issue, but is that something that could better changed. be changed or to be improved upon or anything like that? Um, unfortunately, we're always going to have them. Yeah, we're always going to mm-hmm. be. You know, I I think I would see in the next five to ten years marijuana in Arizona mm-hmm. is going to be legalized. Hopefully, yeah. sooner than that. Yeah, yeah. hemp is. Um, so I'd like it is it is it is out there so much, and it, you're absolutely right. It is such a time consumer, mm-hmm. um, but it's never going to go away. Yeah, it's always going to be it's always going to be that problem, um, and it and it's I guess you could say it's almost up to the cop yeah you know, I guess it, um, there's nothing there's only certain you know crimes out there that mm-hmm. we have to the person has to go to jail yeah you know, just by, by law yeah you can't you know, beat it, around the bush yeah you, you got you know it's a DV you, yeah. you punched your wife you so, gotta go to jail yeah. yeah you know with drugs you know it it can depend on the cop man if it's a little sack of, if it's a little sack of weed yeah and you're honest and, being and cool. you're honest you're being cool mm-hmm. man and it's like hey dude 
I'm going to take this. I'm going to Absolutely. impound it for destruction. Mm-hmm. Just don't let me catch destruction. You. <laughs> <laughs> just don't. Just don't let me catch you again. Yeah. You know. Um, what movie is that where they they confiscate the weed and start smoking it? Super later? Troopers. Super, <laughs> super Troopers. No. I can also no. say that's or never super happened. bad. Super bad. Yeah. yeah. Super bad. <laughs> they have um, call on shit. Just, it's it's a it's a problem that's never going to go away. Yeah. Um, and I think, in my opinion, we were talking about earlier. Um, since I've been a cop, when I first became a cop, we never saw heroin. Yeah, heroin was was like that was like uh, an East Coast thing. Was like a, was like Bigfoot. Yeah, you okay. know. Um, now that's all we see. Yeah, and it's just getting worse. Heroin is just taking over. Mm-hmm. The, you know the and it is it's going to get worse and worse. And I think, again, in my opinion, I think they're going to make those type of laws for the, those dangerous type drugs mm-hmm. more intense, more strict. Mm-hmm. A lot more people are going to go to jail. Yeah, for that type of stuff. Um, but yeah, it's it's. It's just I would tough. rather see people more so like okay if you're a dealer yeah you're going to drugs yeah but if you're using drugs like they need to they need education they need and they need maybe counseling just, yeah. they don't need a charge and to go to jail and I think that's the difference between like America is a war on drugs right we're not an education based yeah. system mm-hmm. and I think um, economically right. it's worse yeah. it's not Nancy as effective right. Right? yeah Nancy but, was speaking on that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of see it as like those are those people's life choices. I don't. I mean, why and again, it, it's all gonna you know it's gonna come down to that. It could come down to that cop. It could come down to does this guy have the mother load? Mm-hmm. You know, or is it just a little this personal? Al Capone himself. Right? Yeah, you know, a little little personal stuff. I, I will tell you this. Um, I know the, the the more dangerous stuff, the meth, the, yeah. the heroin, the cocaine. You're you're probably if you've got that you're going to get charged. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, just because it's so dangerous. Um, and there's, unfortunately, you go to jail, but there are there are outlets in jail that can get you assistance to get off it. But it's you know right now it's a scary time. Yeah. With, yeah. with the dope. It, it's so many people are addicted to opiates. Oh, they go man, the cheaper it, route to go to it, heroin. Yeah. You know? It scares me to death, man. I just um, we're getting about pretty deep in this about an hour and a half in. Is there any, we're going to start closing it up, but is there anything you want to say, anything you want to preach to the people, let them know about cops, or anything you just want to say about yourself before we uh, wrap this up? I think I mentioned it earlier, man. We're, we're human beings. Mm-hmm. We're just like everybody else. We have a job. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the, the, the thing that people say, well, that's your job. It's your job to get shot. And, well, fuck, dude, I did not sign the dotted line for some dude yeah. to pull a gun on me and shoot at me. Absolutely. You know, um, we're human, man. We make mistakes. Don't judge us until the facts are out. Right. You know, we're going to make mistakes. It's like everybody else. You know, and if you mess up, you own up to it. You know, and if it's that serious, dude, let let, let the law handle them. Mm-hmm. Um, and just be respectful to people. Mm-hmm. You know, and that for cops too. Yeah. Dude, you don't... Just because you got a badge and a gun doesn't mean you got to treat people like shit. The golden mm-hmm. rule. Yeah, the golden rule, man. You know, you will get... You know what's that saying? You you get more juice out of the squeeze. You know, yeah. the juice worth the squeeze. The juice, you know, if you if you talk to people, catch flies with honey. Yeah, you, you go. There you go. <laughs> if you if you talk to if you talk to people, you know, with respect and treat them with respect, you're gonna get a lot more out of it. And I think that goes both ways too, because yeah. I think people forget about that too sometimes in dealing with cops. So you know, yeah. um, absolutely. Like, and I think that's if we become a nation where we're just overall just nicer to mm-hmm. each other, than love each other. We'll love E-L-E. that neighbor. We'll end up in a lot better. Yeah. I don't want to hug everybody, but... Yeah. Well, we're yeah. hugging after this. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're fucking hugging. Hey, we just want to thank you. Right. No, man. Thank, thank you so much for, for thanks coming Thanks for having me. I appreciate right it. Bro. Please come back on if he has some time. You know, yeah, this is pretty cool, man. Definitely. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Thank you guys for listening and tuning in to another one of our podcasts. Once again, we're still working on it. We're getting better. I'm enjoying the guests. We really appreciate you coming in. Thanks for having me. Hopefully we opened your eyes. He opened your eyes for you guys. Um, remember to reach out to us at dysfunctionalambush at gmail.com if you got any questions, comments, concerns. You can also hit us up on our Facebook page and hit, uh, message us there. Share us uh, with your friends. Subscribe. Like us on iTunes. Yep. Like us, subscribe, download. If you Give like us. what you hear, leave us a review. Give us that Let love. Us give us some feedback. You know, I've gotten, I think we've gotten some good feedback so far and we're improving with that as well. So, um, anyway, Sayonara. You guys have a good night. Thank you. Until next Stay time. up. Tighten up. One love. You, are you saying tighten up? No, right? thanks, man. Thanks. Oh, yeah. yeah. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, man. Hopefully, thanks, Paul. Paul. Paul.